Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Max. B-Tech Smith and Steve Max, you are now entering the Megacars, the Megacars. <laughs> What up, Steve? Good. We're drunk and we're podcasting. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we're 100% sober this time, everybody. I just had some coffee. Oh, so he's, he's drunk with caffeine. Yeah, I'm, I'm jacked up, dude. <laughs> jacked up and ready to rock on the Megacast. Jacked up. Because we're rock hard. Rock hard. That's still, I'm still getting texts about that on the KISW line. Really? Like, about rock hard? I'll say something. I'll write someone back and they'll be like, thanks, rock hard. Nice. And I'm like, awesome. I'm yeah. glad that sticks. Rock Hard Sticks. Rock Hard was great. Yeah, that was a fun episode. Last week was a great episode. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I, I know we got to talk about that. We got a ton of feedback about last week's episode, which All right. neither... Did you ever go back and listen to it? I haven't listened to it. Okay. Are you afraid to? Yes. 100%. <laughs> I heard... Like, you played me a couple little clips, and I was like, oh, my God, that sounds... Bro. I mean, it was funny, but it just... I was like, God, we sound wasted. I don't remember... A solid 90% of doing that. Like, when I went back and listened to the podcast to edit it down, because there was some stuff like I was like, okay, let me just clean it up a little bit, you know, yeah. tighten it up and remove some things that maybe shouldn't have been talked about. And, uh, but I'm going back and listening to it. I'm like, I don't remember any of this. Like, I remember starting it, and there's a couple moments where, like, I remember moments, but then how it ends, everything about, after, like, pretty much from 20 minutes in on, I don't remember. It was kind of interesting to listen back to. And I, I get why I don't remember, because I barely said an effing word. That's right. That was the one thing I remember the most, being like, Steve's need, like we, Steve needs to talk. Yeah. But yeah. then I think I went quiet, too. No, you and I, I was the quietest. Right. You were the second quietest. Like, we both had like a half a second. Like, you had more moments, 100% more moments than I did as far as being able to put together an entire sentence. I mostly just stared at Bert uncomfortably and and tripped him out. Which yeah, because he hilarious. was right. You were right in front of him. Yeah, like like the way we were set up in the. You know, let's do our push ups, our sit ups, and we'll get <laughs> yeah, to this in a second. Uh, so let, this time, I decided like we should get ten. We should get the blood pumping, the heart racing, and the brain functioning. And this is in honor of Alex Trebek. The rapper extraordinaire. He is, man. He's all about the panda. MC Canada. So let's get 10 to panda. So afraid of racking my head in that board. Yeah, you always get up a little aggressive. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here's the best part of the song. Hey! What is a panda? Is it, is it slang for something? It's gotta be, right? Am I not down with the current lingo? I'm not. I don't know this one. Is, now, is this the same style of rap that's the bad and bushy? <laughs> Bougie. Would you say bushy? Bushy. You know that girl? She's still grooming like she's in the 70s. She's bushy. She bushy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, a lot of people do do Mingo style now. Migos. Okay. I always screw it up. Migos. Migos. So, yeah, the way I remember it now, uh, I think our buddy Jason's the one who said who hit me to it. 
That um, makes sense. Amigos. Migos. Migos. So that's that's the way to remember it. But uh, the reason why it's for Alex Trebek, I don't know if you guys caught this on Jeopardy, but uh, it's college week, and so Alex is trying to get hip and cool with the kids. Were you just skipping me? Holy crap, man. You know, you get drunk one week and you forget how to do a podcast. We're falling apart here, Steve. Ted Talks. Starring. The Tech Smith. Somebody even said, I would not object to more... Um, drunken podcast but we need a drunken ted talk <laughs> we completely forgot about we should have done a drunken ted talk last week oh lord knows i would have gone on for five minutes about something <laughs> like sorry ted yeah <laughs> <laughs> and this week's ted ted talk is mainly just to talk ted talk to himself <laughs> this week's ted talk is remember your friends remember they have things to contribute <laughs> right duh I swear to God, that was like, my TED Talk this week was like, you know, it's all right to be afraid. There's stuff that's scary out there. You just got to stay positive, all right? Good things are going to happen, too. But, you know, change is constant, and we have to, uh, we got to address it. All right. Yeah. If you can't tell in the tone of my voice that, uh, obviously, I'm talking to myself right there. Uh, so, oh, okay. Anything that you want to elaborate on, or is it just... Oh, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Everybody does it. I just, I uh, when I find something I like... I tend to stick with it, so I've yeah. been in my place for, Christ, six, seven years? Probably been seven years. And the one before that, you were in for like a solid five, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So in 12 years, I've only lived, right, so seven years. In 12 years, I've only lived in two places. Mm-hmm. But the guy that owns my condo, and he was very nice about it, he almost felt bad, but he was like, dude, I got to make some more money, like I'm going to Airbnb it. Because it seems like, I did not know this, but I, I visit Ted quite a bit, and sometimes yeah. I even stay over there, like the, the episode that we did with Burt Kreischer, I did not go home. No, um, we just Ubered back to my house, everybody. <laughs> right. It was fine. Everything was cool. There was no vehicles being driven except by Uber drivers. But um, you brought it up, and it blew my mind, because you were talking about something about like a lot of uh, people coming and going, and using the garage, and this, that, and the other thing, and, and I'm like, well, why is that? Is there a big turnover? And you're like, No. A lot of people that live here just use it as an Airbnb. Like, they rent it out all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's most of my building. So, I mean, like, it, it, either way. So, my, my, my landlord, the owner, is going to do that with that place. Oh. Yeah, so now i got to move. So, I'm trying to decide if I want to buy something, if I want to rent something. Plus, there's just weird little things you got to think about. Like, like that was nice because I was renting in a condo building. So, like... As opposed to apartment buildings, they're usually a little, like, floors are a little thicker, like, the appliances are nicer. I'm a pacer. So now I'm already like, oh, right. I rent another apartment. I got to be on the ground floor or something, because I walk around way too much. Or a fat carpet. You need a nice carpet up yeah. there. Yeah. I just, I have this, like, vision of trying to, like, get a new apartment, and, like, the first day, it's like... Dude, how often are you going to walk around like, oh, this is going to suck? <laughs> it's a one-bedroom apartment. What are you looking for, sir? Do you need help? Yeah. It sounds like you've been walking around looking for a ring all morning. Right, because, I mean, like, Steve can attest. Like, even when it's just me and him sitting in my living room, like, having a beer or something, yeah. like, I'm just always kind of walking around. I'll walk back to the kitchen and talk to him from there. Yep, yep. I mean, I do the same thing in bars. You know, if I go out and hang out after, like, an hour or so, it's like- You're a mover and a shaker. Yeah, like, you like me. During the show, I stand up and yep. everything. So, so now, have you put any thought into? Do you want to stay in Belltown? Are you thinking about maybe trying some new area? Like, because there is an excitement of moving in the sense that a you can pick a whole new area and and yeah. th- that's exciting, and b you will now be in a new place where the toilet will be completely clean, which has got to be nice for you. <laughs> it's been pretty clean. It was clean last time you were I know. there. I just give uh, you a hard time because one time 
Well, multiple times he walk into Ted's bathroom and his toilet looks like it exploded, yeah. not by poop. I'm just talking like there's ash marks. There's like it's like yeah, because I smoke weed in there, so there's always just ash around the toilet because I use it for my ashtray. Yeah, I know. I never I, think about that either. It's in my head. I'm like, ah, it's just ash. It'll be fine. Do you think your guy's gonna just take all of your security deposit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever, the cleaning deposit, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. right. And they're going to put in new rugs and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Has he been in there since you've lived there? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. he comes by, we kick it for a while when he picks up the rent check and everything. And then, uh, I mean, there's even- Does some- he ever give you that look like, what are you doing in my place? <laughs> no. Plus, like, there's renter rules. So after a while, like, if he wanted to replace the carpet, it would have been on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? You live somewhere long enough, you're supposed to replace them. But Renter we, rules. Right. But that's what was always cool. Well, that was the other thing, too. When I started renting there, the market sucked. Yep. So the the building was, like, empty. So he was so happy just to have me in there. Isn't that crazy to think, like, just a few years ago, like, people were, like, begging people to move in. Now it's like you're you're, you're fighting just to get in. Like, you, yeah. you, you got to outbid people now. Yeah. Even in, with the renting situation. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure, man. I want to... Like, I love living in Belltown. I didn't, you know, because I, you know, like like Cobb always says to me, he's like, dude, I don't think you realize how much you like being in the heart of it and you can walk everywhere. That's another thing. I'm still not going to buy a car. So it's like, so I got to think about it. If I want to move to another neighborhood, I got to really like, do I want to start riding buses? Do I want to yeah. do this? Do I want to do that? So I, I do. I, there are times where I miss Lower Queen Anne for that reason. It was so nice to be able to just walk wherever and yeah. not have to worry about, oh, well, if we want to go to this bar, I got to get in my car and then I'm not drinking. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. I'm allergic to dilemmas, man, and I feel bad for you. <laughs> Plus, yeah. Plus, the other problem is, man, like I spent a weekend in a cabin at Leavenworth. Yep. To say we had fun would be a complete understatement. No, I, uh, from the stories I've heard, it sounded like a fantastic time. Oh, it was unbelievable. So whenever you have like a three-day weekend like that and the hot tub on the deck, it's just kind of like, yeah, regular life. So I was telling Steve before we started this, I was like, yeah. Yesterday was the like just get through work and recover day. Today's yep. like oh yeah, real life's here again. I need to find a place to live. And I need to win the lottery so I can just be independently wealthy and I don't have to worry about this life stuff. Yeah, because yeah, right? live in a cabin in Leavenworth forever. Yeah, I mean more than likely if I move anywhere, it won't be too far from downtown. Right. You know, it might just be on the outskirts of Capitol Hill or something. Oh yeah. Okay. Going back up to the hill, huh? Well, I found one that I like today. That yeah. was only like a hundred bucks more than I pay now. It's like that's pretty cool. It was oh, a basement. That's... It was a basement, or not a basement, but like a ground floor. Perfect one. for a pacer. Yeah, exactly. Perfect <laughs> for a pacer, dude. Not only that, I started thinking about little things too. Like, well, if I move to this neighborhood, where are my friends going to park when they come over? Dude, <laughs> solid point. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. I can't base where I'm going to live on whether my friends have the ability to park. Yes, you can, Ted. I visit you a lot, and I love that parking spot. Right. I was thinking about you, Ted, and Brad. I'm like, yeah. where and Joe? Like, where are all those people going to park? I'll tell you where. We're not coming to visit you anymore. I, Steve, don't say that, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go don't panic. Don't say that. You can, I, I'm very fragile right now, Steve. I don't need you pacing any more than you do. I got to pace right now. <laughs> well, I mentioned Alex Trebek because I don't know if you caught this, but Alex decided that during college week, he would, um, I-, I love this category just because it's fun hearing him trying to recite rap lyrics. I do think him saying the name of the category is the best. Oh, absolutely. So here's uh, Alex Trebek on Jeopardy, uh, rapping a little Drake, Kendrick, Lil Wayne, and also Delicious, I think. What is it? What the hell is the name? Designer. Sorry. That's the panda guy. I, you know, I, again, I don't really know the panda song. I only know it just honestly. Like I heard it once. I remember being, 
you know how I know the song? It's a dumb reason, but our friend Romance, the porn star? Yeah. On Snapchat, one time she was so messed up on Snapchat that she just kept putting out snaps of her just saying panda, panda, panda. And I'm like, what oh. the hell does that mean? And then that's when I found there was a song. I'm like, oh, okay. Now it's sad enough. Yeah, now I'm, d- I'm down with the porn star rap lingo. <laughs> All right, here's Alex Trebek. Let's rap, kids. That Started is the from best. the bottom, that is now a, we're here. That is a great... Let's rap, kids. Let's rap, kids. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Lily. What is Drake? Good. Correct. Back to you, Julia. I do like uh, that song, hearing him say it. It just sounds weird. That's the thing. The rap lyrics sound awful. Like, when you just say them like that. I also like how he responds. Good. <laughs> Let's rap for 600, please. Buy a chopper and have a doctor on speed dial, I guess. Mad City. That was awesome. Mad City. <laughs> there is two A's. Julia. Who is Kendrick Lamar? Right. Uh, let's right. Right. Rap for eight hundred, please. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. Young money militia, and I am the commissioner. You don't want to start wheezy because the F is pausing. Fi- now, see, he just told you who the rapper is. He did. He said wheezy. Right, and I like this first guy rings in and still gets it wrong. You know why? He thought Yeezy. He went Yeezy instead oh, of wheezy. That's why he said Kanye. That's my guess. Finisher. Alex. Who is Kanye West? No. Lily. Who's Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne, yeah. Dude, Lil Wayne, yeah. Good call. I yep. was because yesterday when we were talking about it, I was like, why did he say Kanye? Like Wheezy is obviously Lil Wayne. He had to go with it because of yeah. We need we need a pair of Yeezys. Or are they Yeezys? What are they called? Yeezys. Yeezys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because if you could buy them the day they come out, the, I was gonna say they're only two hundred actually, Steve, I gotta move, man. I can't be buying Yeezys. What are you doing to me? <laughs> Imitation Yeezys. We'll get them from some knockoff site. I have pride, dude. Uh, let's wrap for a thousand. Panda, 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 panda. Lily. Who's designer? Designer, yes. I was just getting into this rap thing. I'm not too good at it, but I was getting oh, into no. it. You're good. Panda, good. panda, 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 panda. That's the best one. Panda. Yeah, it panda. Sounds- now, if he was hot and blonde and full of tattoos, he sounds just like our friend Romance, the porn star. <laughs> panda, 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 panda. <laughs> I, I got to be honest. I don't know who I'd rather hear say it. A hot porn star or mm. awkward Alex Trebek? This is kind of cool hearing Alex Trebek say it. It's something that you don't expect. I, I think he should do more rap questions. Like they should do like 80s era and you know what I mean? Like not just keep current stuff, but like throw in some of the 80s era for like regular Jeopardy. Yeah, I don't know why. Why? And it, when it's regular Jeopardy, you have to go 80s era, I guess. Yeah, 80s or 90s. 80s or 90s. Yeah. But he's going current because they're college. Right. Panda, 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 panda. Uh, Ted, when we come back, Sounds like he's creepily telling somebody what he's seeing in a cage, right? Panda, 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 panda. Can you imagine him just standing there pointing at it? Panda, panda. What do you see, Alex? I'm not sure. I couldn't tell. Panda, panda. A panda? A panda. Panda, panda. Oh, a panda. Oh, I see. All right, when we get back, let's recap our experience doing a podcast with Burt Kreischer, where he took over, and our friend G. Scott helped out as well, and Ted and I just looked at them both drunk and without ability to speak. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. pretty much it. So we'll recap that. We got lots of great feedback regarding it. And also at some point, maybe in the next break, we could talk about me finally figuring out what the young kids are into these days. All right. All right. I'm in. All right. Megacast will return. Mm. 
is a honeymoon when listening to Chet and Steve. The Megacast will be back. Life is a honeymoon, we're gonna live it. Let love keep us lifted, my dear. Turn up a summer tune, we're gonna kick it. Get it sounding like Hendrix in here. Serve the service, cause we wanna sip it. Not missing a moment, we're giving cause. Life is a honeymoon, we're gonna live it. Let love keep us lifted, my dear. In theaters today, Fifty Shades Darker. I know, fellas. Uh, don't worry. Hollywood's got your back. Because also in theaters today, a movie guys can enjoy while their ladies see Fifty Shades Darker. The Rock is Detective Dick Knuckle in Also starring Mark Wahlberg as his partner out for revenge because he's got nothing to lose. And they drive a Camaro with a spoiler and hydraulics that lift 17 feet into the air to reveal a giant pair of balls. That's right, their car has giant balls, just like you, because you're seeing this movie. Also starring Jason Statham is the guy who growls, hence the title, And he's a Viking that lives in the woods and eats elk raw like a man with a beard and chest hair that sticks out of his pelt vest. Critics agree, it's the manliest movie ever made. Grrr. Rated, who gives a crap? Because you're a man. Grrr. Also starring Elle Fanning as Tina. Biggest boss and I've been in Trillis. I'm a bigger problem when I click with Skrillex. Murder on my mind, it's time to pray to God. My revolver's not religious, the revolution's born. You wanna know my name, to go and tell us all. You wanna know my game, Suicide Squad. Pistol on my waist, I might make a mistake. Headshot, headshot, oh my God, am I crazy? Drugs every corner, this is Cotton City. Kill a crop, can't even kidnap you to cut out your kidney. Forgive me for my wrongs, I have just begun. What the fuck is this? I personally love this track. This is fire. The mega cast is back. Got that purple Lamborghini, purple Lamborghini lurking. I still love this song. Oh, I'll never get sick of this song. Now, I want this playing at my funeral. In 40 years. Oh, I don't know would why. Would still be gangster when we die? Or would it seem like just a soft, easy song? Forget Whoa. I have just begun. You're right. I mean, when you think about I, I think about it even with like television or technology or gadgets. I'm like, we've hit Mecca. Like, we're never going to get anything better than what we've got. We've got high definition. And then, oh, now we've got 3D. And then it's like, oh, now you've curved the TV and completely changed the game. And I would think the same has to go with music. I mean, there was once a time where Elvis was considered rebel. You know what I mean? Like, that was, like, seriously rebellious music. I use our sister station, right? Hot 103.7. Yeah. Like, there's so many songs on there that I'm just like, right, this is fine for soccer moms, and I am the age of soccer moms. Uh, And you get the soccer mom hairstyle. (laughs) And beard. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, like some of those songs, I'm just kind of amazed. Like this was so hardcore and like, I, yeah, it's just like it's, they seem soft and easy now. So I'm just wondering, like you said, like, right, 40 years or something when you die or when we die, like, 
Would that still be considered? Because right now, that would seem gangster. It seems aggressive. Your casket going into the ground. Right. That's Every, playing. Everyone's drinking rosé. Oh. <laughs> rosé. This summer, you know, last summer, Hair Club and Castle were the summer of rosé. I think we need to start drinking rosé. It'll be our summer of rosé? I don't even know if I like it. I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah, I, just, I like it in the song. I see other people drinking it, and I'm like, I want to start drinking it. That means we have to listen to that song every time. Okay. Yeah, it only makes sense. Right. I always love when somebody walks by the mega studios and they they see the microphone light is on and they see that they're we're in here, but they still have to like kind of like stare for a half a second to make sure that we're not holograms or something. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we're in here. Yes, the mic is on. We have headphones on. We're doing a show. It's just like, what are those two guys doing down here? Right? We're practicing. We're practicing. We're trying to look cool for a photo shoot. Remember, kids. It's not practice makes perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. That's right. Good yeah. point. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. That's a solid point. So, um, Always what? coaching, Steve. Always coaching. I was doing it all weekend. Keeping my team together. Yeah? Yeah. Any instances that you need to elaborate on? or No. All right. So it was just funny, right? There was three, there was three couples, right? Okay. And then there was three individual people. Oh, okay. So I took it upon myself to tell Taryn and Lance, like, hey- we are going to be a team now, and we've got to stay strong. So we're a couple. Right. We're the power couple. Right. There's three of us, <laughs> but we're a couple. Us. Right. You're right. In retrospect, <laughs> no, it doesn't great. make a ton of sense. It makes all the sense But the to idea me. was, right, we got to be, the three of us could play on a team at any point. But the three of us also, like, Saturday got up much earlier than everybody else. So, like, people were just upstairs kind of relaxing with their girlfriends or boyfriends in bed. Then all of a sudden, they could just hear three of us already kind of half drunk on mimosas going, TTL, TTL, TTL. Ted, Taryn, Lance. Yeah. And then, like, every once in a while during the night, during the evening or something, all three of us would end up on the same couch and we'd just start chanting. TTL. Yeah. Um, so, uh, looking at all the, the, the tweets that we've been getting about the episode with Burt Kreischer and G. Scott, and, all right. and it's all been, I mean, really, really good stuff. Uh, one person, DD, says, uh, y'all got weird on that last cast. Loved it. Another nice. person says, good God, it's Scuba Steve. I'm dying. Hashtag the first knuckle. That got brought up a lot. Yeah. Augustine said, I still can't get past hashtag first knuckle. Everybody seems uh, the first knuckle is the big thing. Another one, Holy Catfish, he wrote uh, two rules for the weekend. One, hot tub water. Uh, then uh, is not a lubricant. And two, it's okay to go up to the first knuckle. Hashtag the mega cast. So if anyone doesn't know what the hell is going on, and if you do, I think it's always fun to relive it. I forgot this until I uploaded it and started editing it, and I was no different than these tweets. I had to stop because I was laughing so hard. It all started rather innocently when G. Scott asked a rather innocent question. Am I allowed to ask who likes their bumhole? Yes, you can ask. (laughs) I thought, before I went back and listened, I thought G. was 100% sober, maybe a slight buzz. When I listened back to it, he wasn't as wasted as the three of us, but he was pretty drunk. Yeah, we're having fun. Right, okay. And it's, it, it's late, too. What time, I mean, right? Cause it's we started at like 2 in the morning. Right, I was going to say, it was at least 1.30 before we actually sat down and did this. Because when I looked at the Uber, we didn't leave Bellevue until about 3.30 in the morning. And yeah. we went for about an hour and a half before I edited it down. Uh, because Bert did his meet and greet after he finished the late show. Yeah. I don't think we started, I don't even think we situated ourselves in the green room after his his meet and greet until around one thirty ish. Yeah. All right. All right. So 
G asked a very poignant question, and uh, now we shall continue. Do you like that? Who, no. Like- oh, and then that. Mind you also, G is sitting next to a very lovely lady. Beautiful. Yeah. And throws this question out there like she's not even in the room. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. All right. Then I'll bring it back. You know what? Let's hear that again. From the top. Yes, you can ask. Am I allowed to ask who likes their bumhole? Yes, you can ask. Do you like I like that, that bird has that. There's four of us. I like birds. Like, yes, of course you can ask that question. I know, right? The way he said that. <laughs> yes, you can. Oh, true. Who likes it from home? Tough I do. <laughs> I do. And that's gone south of my wife because there's a fine line. Or, what, what's Wait. Your- oh, here we go. Ted dropping some. Ted every once in a while, like, had ultimate mic drops throughout the entire podcast. What's your fine line, sir? Uh, I'd say the first knuckle. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like. You like the Sacagawea exploration? Say <laughs> fine line. I also love that as Ted got drunker, Ted became uh, Marilyn Ted again. Oh yeah, he got ghetto. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fine line. And then it continues. Can I do an impression? This is yes. my impression of <laughs> me asking my wife to put my finger, her finger on my. Okay, this All is right. my impression. Right? Here, we Here we go. go. Here we go. Oh, oh, that feels so good. Oh, hey, put your finger in my. What? Nothing. Now, for those that are wondering, well, what, what did you edit out if that's the stuff that made the cut? Honestly, there was a good 20-minute lecture from Bert that I edited out of him telling us how we need to take the podcast and go rogue. Yeah. And do it without the, without the company's knowledge. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, it sounds like a great idea, but we can't get away with something like that. Like, it just won't happen. Because he's like, you guys should be able to curse. You should be able to do this. And you can charge money and this and advertise. I'm like, man... All this sounds great, Bert, but it's just not going to happen. Right. <laughs> That's why in the beginning of the podcast, people might have heard, like, it, it starts with him going, hi, this is corporate Bert, because <laughs> we were talking about the, the corporation process when it comes to podcasts. But, dude, an unreal experience. And, and my favorite moment, of, of course, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the, the, the target of the ridicule, but I think my favorite moment, besides the, the first knuckle part, was when uh, Bert just could not get over the fact that I was having a hard time using both of my eyes because I was so wasted. Yeah. Anyone who's ever been wasted with me, and Ted could attest to this. BJ, even the minute I, we played this clip on BJ and Migs, he knew exactly that that state of mind that I was in. There, there's a point where I go past the threshold of being alert. I'm like, I'm now far beyond blacked out. And that's when one of my eyes stops working. And I'm, I'm basically winking at you the entire time because I can't use both eyes. Yeah. And it's it's rare, but right. But when it happens... It happens. Yeah. And here's Bert reacting to it. This is what life should be, is this moment right here. I just love that also, very uh, in, the, in the now. Yeah. I mean, look, even for me, right? It's like, I get what Bert was saying, but like, y- y- you couldn't do every podcast like that. Like, you just couldn't survive. Well, I could, we couldn't. We couldn't no. survive. No, that was a rough week after hanging out with Bert. Dude, we've had some long weekends, but there was, there was so much booze. In vodka, we like I mean, that's Saturday. That was the worst I'd felt in a while, bro. We put damage to a Kirkland-sized bottle of vodka. Yeah, like from and that that was not including all the drinking we were doing before we went to the parlor. While we were at the parlor, that was after 
in the green room this ginormous bottle of vodka, and we were just doing damage to it. Yeah. All right, so here we go. This is what life should be is this moment right here. We're so in the moment. <laughs> yep, you are talking. so up. You are literally, I'm, I'm watching very you. I'm watching bird. you figure out your eye, which one to use when you talk. <laughs> and, and like, you and, yeah, you, you just picked one. <laughs> I love it. This is the best. I'm Stop jokes, I can't with even the leave. one eye, Migs. You're freaking me out. Oh, he's like, Migs is the best. Stop looking at me, Migs. I do. That was the one thing I remember. I remember going off on a few rants, and I remember like multiple times him being like, geez, like, geez, Steve, you're so messed up. <laughs> love it. This is the best. I'm jokes, Stop I can't with even the leave. one eye, Migs. You're freaking me out. You're like, <laughs> you look like one of those I can't. <laughs> I am I, 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 I am so up right now. No. I, that was the most. Yep. Con- I think that was the most I said the entire time. I was just going to. Uh, ah, no. Ah, Burn a mess up. No. I never thought we would do a podcast where you and I were too hammered and wasted to actually steer the ship. And we just left it in the hands of our friends, Bert and G. Yeah, well, Bert just kind of took over it. Thank God. Yeah. I don't know what the hell would have happened if you and I tried to actually anchor that thing. I think that's the other problem, too, is that we had talked about it for so long, and Steve and I were so excited, right? Yeah. So the night, I mean, it literally starts with me saying, hey, Steve, I'll be 20 minutes. Just come up for a minute. Mm -hmm. An hour later, we finally head towards the parlor. (laughs) And when I first got there... Ted's idea was, because we're t- figuring it all out, and, and we're like, okay, we'll Uber there, we'll Uber back. And then you're like, well, how about, maybe why don't we just, that way we don't have to grab an Uber now, why don't we drive there, you leave your car, we Uber back, and then tomorrow, we Uber and get it. And I'm like, Ted, in 20 minutes, I don't think I'm going to be in any shape to drive. Yeah. And boy, was I right. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. We, we went hard. Yeah. But I didn't think we were getting that fired up. It really wasn't until I listened back to the podcast that I really, and also the after effects, like the next day. I knew, I knew we were on that line too when he was doing the meet and greet, and mm-hmm. I went to get our hats. Oh, that's right! I forgot we had our hats confiscated from us. Yeah, and like when I stepped outside of the room and outside of like drunk people that had just watched the show, and me and you and Bert, and I went out there and just talked to the other workers. Oh, I remember thinking, "Oh, I'm drunk guy." <laughs> <laughs> hey, can, can we get our hats? Awesome, thanks. <laughs> That's right. When we first got to the parlor, they're like, yeah, you can't wear hats because it's like dress code stuff. Yeah. Then, of course, we get into the parlor and we run into G. Scott. Well, we see him from afar and he's rocking a hat. Yeah. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Right? Why can't we wear hats? I want my hat back. I didn't shave my head. Either had I I hadn't had a haircut. Like, usually I try to go once a week, but I was like, I specifically didn't bother as I thought I'd be wearing this cool hat all night. What a night. That was so much fun, man. So much fun. And I just, I, I can't reiterate how nice Bert was. Bert's a great guy. Uh, I think it, I might have edited a few of them out, but there were many moments during that podcast where we were all like, at one point, one of us had to stop everything to just say, this is so much fun. Yeah. This is such a was. good time. And, and you know, you don't know, like Bert's like a, the dude's a party animal. I mean, that's what he, he's, you know, known for that. And I'm thinking, oh, he's not going to want to spend a lot of time doing a podcast. He's going to go, he wants to probably go and do Bert things, which I don't know what Bert things are, but probably getting more wasted. And then relatively quickly into that, I realized, oh, this is exactly what he wants to do. Like, this is 
as much fun as it is for us, I could tell that was as much that was also fun for him. Like just sitting in a room with people that you get along with, making each other laugh, and drinking an entire bottle of vodka. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Or tequila, whatever it was. Well, you thought it was tequila. When you're like, this is the worst tasting tequila ever. And we're like, it's vodka, man. Yeah, but it's adding up now. <laughs> Makes a lot more sense, Steve, when you look at it that way. Man, bro, I, I want to play this really quick before uh, we right. go to a break. Um, I watched Ring of Honor Wrestling, and, it, and Ring of Honor is always on at like 1 in the morning on like a Friday or a Saturday night. So I DVR it. And typically, I fast forward through the commercials. Does it come on after SNL? It's on Como 4. So 1 p.m. All right, so that's it's, ABC. It's either Friday night or Saturday night. I don't know right. because I just, you know, come Sunday, I'm like, oh, it's on my DVR. I can watch it now. So I have no idea which night it gets recorded on. But I, All right. It's, and then, so when I'm watching it, of course, I fast forward through the commercials. But every once in a while, I forget. And I'm just sitting there. Wa- commercials at like 1 in the morning are some of the dumbest commercials known to man. Yeah. Especially the local ones. Have you seen the local lawyer commercial for some divorce lawyer? It's not Rick Jones, some other guy. Are you talking about the one where they grab the phone? Quite possible. The The couple? Yes. Call us if you're in help. Also, the one, it's the same one that has a song. Yeah. Have you heard the song? I'm pretty sure. Not the dumbest song. That commercial is just so brutal. It's like a couple on a couch, and it's like, right? That's the one. Yes. It's like, yes, it is. Need a divorce, like, and they race to the phone to see who could call first. <laughs> yeah, I, right? yeah. You see that one, like, so I don't know if people know this, but how TV works, right? Is most of the spots are national spots that get sent down from the network, right? But then there's these allowance for local spots. Yep. So you see that one, that makes sense it's in wrestling. I see it a lot during sporting events sometimes, too. It's on all the time, and I'm finally like, I got to record this. And then I fall into this wormhole of Mike Gallagher commercials, because I find it also on YouTube. All right. And if you just YouTube Mike Gallagher or... It's like don't be a weekend parent or something. I can't remember. It's got like, yeah, exact. That's exactly what it says. Don't yeah. be a weekend parent. I think that's his website or whatever it may be. There's other commercials. This one might be my favorite. Mike Gallagher's just hanging out at a you know convenience store. He's about to buy something, and some random kid just walks up to him, help asking for help. You know because he wants to see both of his parents. Have you seen that? Commercial? Oh, I thought you were gonna play it. My oh, bad. I got it. Oh. Mr. Gallagher. Mr. Gagger, can I spend time with both of my daddy and mommy this summer? We'll see what we can do, okay? Okay. All right. Don't make your children wait. Let us help you with your summer visitation. I'm Mike Gallagher. Give me a call if you need help. Gotta call Mike Gallagher. I get the point of the commercials, but they're just so brutal. Look, I'm not even married or have kids. Those commercials make me sad. I'm sad for that couple. I'm terribly sad for this child. Have you seen the one where it's a pregnant woman? Oh, that's my favorite one. It's a pregnant woman, and she's got like a profile shot because so you can see the baby bump. Yeah. And her shirt doesn't fully go over her over stomach. The bump. So you got skin showing. It's obviously locally produced. Like the co- the quality of the camera and the editing is n- nothing to write home about. And then she has this to say: We got together when I was young. 
Our first child came right away. Remember, again, she's profile, looking at the camera, skin showing on her baby bump. My children and I needed help. Oh. I'm pregnant again with his child. Again. My children and I needed help. And I could think of only one person to call. <laughs> Mike Gallagher. It was the right call. Now we'll make it. I'm Mike Gallagher. Give me a call if you need help. And who's in the background talking? They didn't go, hey, we should probably do another take. No, man. You need help. Yeah. We'll be back. <laughs> Mike Gallagher, Mega Cast. Oh, well, this is heavy and hard. Just how I like my men. Ha, ha. The Mega Cast will return. There it is again. It's all over the internet, and now you can get it for real. Because sometimes life isn't fair, and you need soothing relief. We'll try Butthurt. Butthurt soothes the pain of not getting 100% of every single thing you always wanted in life every single time. Maybe your political party has run the country for eight years and you got lots of things you wanted, but not everything you wanted. And that smarts. And Butthurt works for people of all political stripes. Maybe your political party just won the presidency, Congress, and the Supreme Court. But the system still seems rigged. And the media is being a big meanie. Try Butthurt. It helps when you can't take a joke or even the most mild form of criticism. Apply regularly, especially when watching cable news or using Facebook. Butthurt. Who thought the country that won two world wars would even need it? Don't worry, Mega family. It's gonna be alright. The Mega cast is back. We gon' be alright. Panda, 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 panda. That, that is my favorite uh, uh, Kendrick, Kendrick song. Yep, that's yeah. a good one. All right. Yeah. Um, it's funny when we talk about like trying to like I, I mentioned earlier about like something going on where I realized that maybe I'm just getting a little too old for this thing that's called the internet. All right. For the longest time, I've been seeing these memes. And people using this tagline, and I had no idea what the F it meant. And I just, for the longest time, I just kept assuming, well, it's going to blow over. I really don't need to invest in figuring this out. I'm just going to, like, like finally I gave in and figure out the Salt Bay guy. At first, I was like, I don't know what the hell this is. Like, why do I care? Salt Bay, I love. Yeah, once I watched it, I'm like, okay, I, that's funny. I get it. And Ted's now doing the Salt Bay guy. <laughs> Then the one that took me forever was the cash me outside, how about that, or whatever it is. Wait, cash me outside, how about that? Yeah. So I didn't, I, I, you know, I got Bitmoji, and they have like that as like a Bitmoji thing. I'm like, what the F does that even mean? I'm like, I don't even know what the context is. 
And then I finally realized, oh, it's from Dr. Phil. And I thought that was kind of weird. So we went and tracked it down. And for anyone that doesn't know, which maybe I was the only one in America that didn't understand what the hell's going on, the Catch Me Outside girl is a girl that was on Dr. Phil because she's out of control. She's 13 and she's a raging bitch. That, I will say, that was the first thing that shocked me. I said to somebody, like, I just found out like two weeks ago, I was like, you know that girl's only 13? Right. And they were like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. Like, I don't know if it's as funny now because it's like a 13-year-old kid. Right. It's a, and, and just a complete and utter jerk. And her mom, I don't know, you know, uh, she didn't seem all that great either. Oh, have you seen the police report on the house she lives in? No. Oh, and a shocker, Steve. There's a lot, like the mom, like the cops show up a lot for domestic disputes. Because the mom can, like was trying overly too hard to come off as like a real wholesome mom on Dr. Phil's show. Right. And I was like, okay, that seems a little, like, this. I get it. There are demon childs out there. You know, some kids just are completely just going to fly off the handle, regardless of how great the parents are. But it just seemed a little too weird that the mom was squeaky clean and the the, the 13-year-old is, like, straight up biatch. Yeah. So here's that scene from Dr. Phil that gave us the cash me outside phenomenon. Because you're too streetwise? Yup. And all these hoes laughing like so funny. She's talking about the audience, that they're laughing at her. Wait a second. I like how the mom is like the translator. Like, Phil, when she said all these hoes, she's talking about the audience and how they're laughing at her. You're absolutely right. I didn't even pick up on that. She is totally translating this chick, and it continues. Yeah. Did you say the, the, the hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yep. It would have been funny if then she translated what Dr. Phil said through the Catch Me Outside girl. Right. Like what he's trying to say is these hoes. Right. The audience in them hoes. Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside? What does that mean? <laughs> Here comes mom. What I just said. Catch her outside means she'll go outside and do what she has to do. Thanks, Mom. That's what she's talking about. Oh, yeah, this yo, is okay, all, yeah. This is all, but don't you see that this is all mouth? This is mouth. Oh, this Do you want to take this outside? Because I think they can bring cameras outside. Really? Because I think I flipped you. You want to do it again? What does flip mean? I'm not positive what she meant there by I flipped you. I almost, like, I, this probably goes back to the domestic issues in that house. Yeah, I mean, I know generally flipping it is just using odd terms, right? So, like, if you're in the hood, the fat guy's always going to be tiny. You know, oh, okay, yeah, or yeah. like the, <laughs> the 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 little small dude is the big dude stretch, right? Yeah. <laughs> big T, and then he shows up and he's like five four, like one hundred and thirty pounds. Like you're big T, like, yeah, man, yeah. And then you start wondering, well, why is he big T? Right. <laughs> then you're uncomfortably staring at his crotch for the rest of the night. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Trying to figure it out, man. Big T. <laughs> Flipped you. You want to do it again? Danny, don't get all tough. Please don't. This is not the place. Hey, and this is not sit the down. Sit down. All right, Danny. <laughs> sit down. Flip me now. I love Dr. Phil at that point. He's like, enough. Yeah. So, have you seen the recap that just happened? Uh, where she where she starts talking trash to Phil again? Yes. Yeah. This is great. You've gotten a lot of tension on the internet since you were here. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Both. What's good about it? I mean, gosh, right there, I just want to be like, get off my show. Both. Yeah, and she's in, like, a rap video now. And, like, really poorly, I don't mean to trash a kid, obviously, but, I mean, someone's got to talk to her about how she's dyeing her hair. Like, you can see the stains around her scalp. Like, she's just, like, it looked like she dyed it, like, minutes before she went on Dr. Phil's show. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I guess what's good for you is I made you just like how Oprah made you. You were nothing before I came on this show. Thank you for that. <laughs> Never have I heard thank you for that. I mean, if I was going to translate what he just said, like the mom does for her, it, it's basically him going, girl, shut the F up. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Kind of the, right. That's always my thing. <laughs> Oops, sorry. I was going to say, I don't know if we have time, but yeah, if we get to like uh, people trolling you, that's always my thing too. Like, oh, that'll be, yeah, we'll definitely yeah. get to that. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Cool, man. For that. Hmm. No problem. If it wasn't for Dr. If it wasn't okay, for Okay, if Dr. it wasn't for his money, you can't Danielle. say it wasn't for him. Danielle. No. If no. it wasn't for- Because he sent her to some kind of a rehab, like a really expensive rehab, and, and like where she rode horses. It was like ridiculous. Like All watching right. that footage, it was so stupid. But I guess that helps kids. I don't know. Yeah. I've never ridden a horse, so maybe I should. I don't know. Should we go horseback riding, Ted? Maybe that'll solve all of our problems. You'll find a new house. Yeah, that's, that's a will... cheap habit we should pick up, Steve, riding horses. <laughs> we'll buy our own horse. We'll be like two broke girls. Oh, two broke girls. Him and his people, I would Wait not find the way but I how am. did you get there? Okay, it was his money. It wasn't him. No, of course it was him. Of course it was him. I could have paid for it myself. You think so? Damn right. No. You have to say thank you. He comes the best part. You have to say at least thank you, because he did it. Thank you. Dr. Phil, thank you Dr. very Phil, much. Dr. Phil, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> Go F yourself. It's really I, what he wanted to say, I think. Does the mom sound a little bit like a uh, South Park character? Yes. Sounds like Kyle's mom or something, right? Say thank you. <laughs> well, just she's like, ha so now there's a new version, and this is what got me trying to figure out what the hell the Cash Me Outside girl is, because everyone's talking about this new, the new Australian version of the Ooh, Cash Me Outside girl. I don't know her. And this is a, a girl that's in the back of a cab, and she's just being an Uber bitch to the Uber driver. All right. I don't know if it's an Uber driver, but you know what I mean. She's just, I guess the guy was taking her a longer way than she thought he could, and it was taking longer than she expected it to. Like, I guess she thought this ride should only be like 10 minutes, and it was like almost an hour. All right. So she just loses her S, and she's losing her S on Snapchat, so that's why it's going to sound kind of cut up. Somebody grabbed all the snaps and just edited them together. All right. And uh, it's... I find it very entertaining because I don't know why, but anyone who has an accent, I'm immediately like tuned into what they're saying, and when they curse, I think it's awesome. All right. So here's a pissed off Australian chick, the new Cash Me Outside girl, according to some people. Do what you went the wrong way. Why are you going to the Sunshine Coast? This is why I catch Uber, because you don't know what you're doing. You're trying to tell me you picked me up, and you're a cab driver, and you're telling me to get out because you don't know where you're going. Because I cannot, I cannot. Find- you don't know where you're I've put it in the GPS, so follow the GPS. What's so f***ing hard? What's so f***ing hard about following the GPS? There's no O in Kamaruka. Me? Oh my god, it's Kamaruka. Who can't spell Kamaruka? I have no idea how to spell Kamaruka. <laughs> me neither. K-A-M-E-R-U-K-A. Oh, thank you. I swear to god, if you- I'm done, then yeah, you're right. get lost again, there's gonna be a lot of trouble. So make sure you know where you're going. Swear to f***ing god. Everyone's saying you don't talk to people like that. I will talk to you like you're a f***ing piece of on the road if you do this to me. If you take me a 15-minute cab ride, I will f***ing talk to you like Because in reality, if you're a cab driver, you should know where the f*** we're going. Did you just say you're human? You're a f***ing cab driver and you don't know where you're going. Like, go work in a... F- like, oh my god, go work at McDonald's if you f***ing don't want to be a cab driver. You just... He just said I don't have to f***ing pay. He just said I don't have to f***ing pay till someone comes out of this f***ing house and f***ing kicks your head in because he said I don't have to f***ing pay. Get the f*** out. Let's go. Let's go. Jesus Christ. I mean, 
She's absolutely right. I mean, yeah, the guy should have got her there quicker. I'm, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Steve, it's going to be awkward. <laughs> right? And so she's saying he's a cab driver, not an Uber, right? Right. But on the same token, like, just because the guy's driving a cab doesn't mean he knows every street and every neighborhood. It's impossible to know every street and neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, that's the beauty of GPS. Yeah, and he might have just started. That's a good point, and that might be his last day if, that, if he just started. If that yeah. was your first day on the job, I'd quit. I mean, you know what? Cab driving is not my thing. And it sounds like he's only trying to charge her eight bucks. It couldn't have been that long out of the way, could it? <laughs> the best part is, of course, she puts this all up there on uh, on Snapchat, and some people were like giving her a hard time for being well a bitch, and her response was great. Well, so for everyone messaging me saying you're a piece of shit, you're a slut. How dare you? I don't give a f- what you think about me. I don't give a f- how I talk to people. I don't give a. F- I want to talk to someone like I'll talk to someone like if I. Want to bash them? I'll fucking bash them. I don't give a. F- yep. Jesus. Very rational. Christ. <laughs> the best part, though, while she's having the meltdown, every once in a while, she uses the stupid like the the filter that makes you look like a a, a deer. You know, like oh, on Snapchat. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, is this really the time to be using filters? Is there a bitch filter that makes you say nice things instead? Dude, Snapchat is crazy. Yeah. My buddy's girlfriend the other day was showing me some, and I was like, who is that? She was like, no, it's still me. Yeah. I mean, but it looked like a crazy old lady or something. Now they have one. We should actually do a Snapchat picture, and we'll put it up on the, Meg- the Megacast page. All right. You can look like Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley from Kiss. Really? It's pretty awesome. I tried Dude. to do it with Lulu, but Lulu, it wasn't registering her face. All right. Because she would have been Gene and I was Paul because I'm the star child and she's the demon. Of course. Duh. But yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I could start Snapchatting too. My, my old Windows phone died last week, so I got a new phone. Oh, what do you got? Uh, Galaxy something. Is that why you're doing Instagram? Yeah. I was very impressed. Your first Instagram post was just sausage. A bunch of sausage. I was so impressed by that. <laughs> right. I was like, I'm looking at my Instagram alerts, and I'm like, oh, Ted Smith is now following me. Who the hell got into his account? And then I go on the page, and it's a picture of uh, Men's Room Original Sausage. I'm like, oh, Ted's using his page. <laughs> like, my first instinct was somebody got into your account. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's funny, right? So I got a new phone. That was the first thing I did. I was like, oh, now I can actually send out an Instagram. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're talking all about social media, and uh, I came across something for over the last couple of days. Ted and I are the victim... We're falling victim to a troll. Yeah. And I think it's very interesting. I uh, grabbed the, the... So, you know, obviously, not everyone's going to like what we do. It's, of course. I, I think people who actually go out of their way to download our podcast, I think that's a little bit... This is a different animal because, I mean, if, you, if you're downloading a podcast and you don't like us, that's very weird. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that would be odd. So I, I would imagine we're not like... But like on the radio, obviously, there's going to be people who don't like what we do, and there's going to be people who do like we do. You just hope that more people like you than don't like you. Um, you can't control that. It's not like it's it's impossible. You can't be liked by everybody. So this this guy has been tweeting at me and also at you over the last couple of days, and I just part of me wants to like just be like, hey man, let's grab a beer. I want to get inside your head. Like <laughs> what what motivates you? To just randomly, and it's not like he's responding to anything that we did or said. Like, it's not like he was responding to a tweet. He's not following us or, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like out of the blue, one morning this week and one morning last week, he's just like, I'm just going to send something mean to Steve. And then I look at his page and besides the fact that he spends all day writing like golf 
celebrities or golf people yeah. and never gets a response back, which I think is very, like, at what point do you give up, man? You, you've been tweeting the same people every day and, right. and they never respond. They don't even like your tweets. They don't even respond to your tweets. Like, you're a grown ass man. Like, at some point you should just give it up. Like, it's not, Twitter's not good for you. It's not working. But so he's also writing us, and I'm doing everything in my power not to respond because it's like, A, the company doesn't want us to engage in a negative way on, on social media, which I get, and yeah. B, what's the point? I don't, I, don't, I don't have energy. I have enough things to do in my day than to respond to jackasses. Right. So um, I'll start with mine, and it, it, this guy, I'm not going to give out his, his Twitter handle. I'm not trying to turn this into like a plight for people to, you know, I just think it's funny. Uh, where is it? He sends a tweet a couple of, couple of days ago. Have you considered maybe you sold out a little from your days at the end? Your show is just another morning zoo. Like, ooh. Huh. Like, just out of the blue. Okay. Like. Right. You, I mean. It, and sold out. I think that is the dumbest thing. Yeah. Have I sold out? I've been, I sold out the minute I signed a contract to work for a corporate radio station in the eyes of someone who thinks people are selling out. Yeah. I sold out immediately when I worked at the end. Like, this is like. I That's get, right. That's the only thing I'm laughing about. Yeah. It's like, right. You worked at the end and then you worked uh, for what? CBS. Yeah. And then you're back working here. Like, <laughs> sorry. Like, it, like. We're sellouts. Like, we work for a giant corporation. Right. I, I like doing what I love to do and getting paid for it. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, I guess not being a sellout would be what? Starting a pirate radio station and going broke? Yeah. That's not, uh, whatever. So, then I'm like, okay, well, what's up with this guy? The tweet right before he tweeted me is directed at you. All right. And at least he likes you. It seems like oh, he yeah. A, so, this is that guy. Yeah. He goes, I love you on the radio, but man, you got to do something about those bitch rhymes with bits. Yeah. Bitch bits. Yeah. And again, I'm like, I don't know if Ted put it out there. Like, hey, guys, can you tell me something about me that you don't like? Like, Right. Something that I'm not aware of. Could you tell me? Right. Like, I never get like, and of course, it's somebody that doesn't have uh, a, a picture. picture of themselves. Right. It's, it's like a cartoon picture of a jersey. But I see, this is what I always worry about, right? So like right now. So if he listens to everything, is this, the, is this what he wanted? I think he wants a response. I always just do the same thing, right? Because I look at it and like I've typed in something snarky. Mm-hmm. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I hate that word. Typed in some smart ass response, and then I just went, "Thanks AKA for listening." Snarky. Yeah, <laughs> right. But I just—that's why I always say, "Thanks for listening," because there's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, what am I going to do? Right. What are you going to engage in an argument about your breasts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. Like, like thanks. Didn't know. You know. Didn't know that. Obviously, it's not something I'm self conscious about. So, thanks for bringing it up. And, and, and just because you know something. That, that's the difference, right? There's celebrities that I'd like to say something to, but I don't go on Twitter and, and tag them just to, I don't know. Well, I, I know what it is. He wants a response. Correct. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at his Twitter page and all it is is him writing to people, positive or negative, looking yeah. for some kind of response. And whether it be positive or negative, the only person I think that has replied to him is you, Ted. It's me, yeah. right? Thanks so, for listening. So I just ignored that one. This morning, though, this is why I bring it up, because it's still Uh, in the back of my mind. All right. This morning's one, he goes, I caught part of the show today. I'm so sorry to, I'm so sorry to what you've become. I'm so sorry to what you've become? Yes. And he missed a word there. Yeah, I get what he's, I I guess he's just saying, like, you know, I, what, what I've become is not nearly as good as what I once was, which... That's debatable. I mean, that's that's subjective. I can't control that. Like, you might have found me funny at the in the end days, and you don't find me funny anymore. I don't care. 
I, yeah. I, I don't. I really don't. Like, I know. Plus, professionally, you got your name on the show and stuff. It's pretty hard to say. Like, I know, dude. It took everything in my power to be like, um, uh, don't be sorry. I'm successful at what I do. Yeah. Have yeah. fun. And that's what I wanted to write. Yeah. And then have fun writing golf professionals that never write you back. But I was like, gosh, you know, there's nothing. What do I get out of that? Except for that half a second. It's like when you throw your phone against the wall. It feels good for that half a second. But then you realize, oh, why, why did I do that? Yeah. I don't need to be a dick. Right. And we were just ordering pizzas. There's no reason to throw that phone. Munson. <laughs> but I was just like, come on. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I don't understand the mentality of the troll. Uh, to get a rise, I understand that part. But, like... What what sparked that like out of the blue? I'm just gonna I'm gonna track down the guy on Twitter. I think part of it too is just for me, it's just bad comedy. So like if you're if you're if your sense of comedy is just always cutting down on somebody else, yeah. To me, you're just not a very funny person. There's per, there's people in our industry that do that, and mm-hmm. that's to me that's their whole shtick, right? It's just kind of ripping on people, right? Yeah. But it's like it's mean spirited, you know. So it's like that, like. Like he maybe he just finds it funny or something. Then you you might be right, and that's why I'm like I'm like part of me wanted to be not to use the word you hate snarky back, yeah. but I was like, what do I get out of it? What does he get out of it? Now we're gonna have a pissing match, and what fun is that for me? I don't. Oh, I, nothing. I, that's right. the other problem is that me and you get nothing out of it. No, he it's gets, all win for the troll. Right. Whereas I much rather like when cool people write. You know, and we have a lot of cool people that write us on the Megacast page. And it's again, yeah. I'm not like bummed about this. I just thought it was very interesting that, like, out of nowhere, this guy is now two weeks now straight that he he needs to like send something once a week to me. Like, does he have an alert on his phone? Because he's not following me. So it's not like as if I'm like showing up on his thread. Like, he needs to actively find my Twitter page and then send me something. And I just, I'm like, why do you have that time, man? Why? Yeah. Like, what is it? I don't know that part. I, I and I know we were talking a little bit before we started about blocking and things like that. And I never, yeah. I never block anyone. I don't. I might have blocked somebody once, and it was just because they were like, it wasn't even like they were crossing the line with me. They were just crossing the line in general, and it was just annoying. And this is before you had the mute button, and it was just like I'm just, I'm just done of this guy tagging me in stupid stuff that has nothing to do with me. So I blocked him. All right, but I've blocked a few people. Okay, so there's certain like I have a, I have a, I don't have a specific thing for it yeah but it's i don't know what that line is like the last person i blocked was just ripping they he was ripping on the podcast right okay but he was like ripping on matt and this and that and i was like so you took the time to download a few of these and listen to them and then have nothing but just like mean stuff so i was like all right that's a simple block for me or like people that i can tell are just it's constant trying to get a rise out of me the finally just go look i'm not I'm not going to bother with you anymore. Right. I'm closing this window. Yeah. You can't even, now you can't even knock on it. Yeah. Go F yourself. Yeah, exactly. Well, because again, we get nothing out of it. Even if we send them back a zinger, that's what they want. So it's a a net loss for us either way. Right. And in a a roundabout way, you're bringing attention to their page. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm not one, like I see some people, they're always there. I always cringe when I see like people in radio or anyone who's in a public position that gets trashed on by somebody, and the way they respond is by making fun of the number of followers they have. I'm like, well, that's 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 ridiculous. I mean, like if we didn't have our jobs, we wouldn't have a uh, you know a fraction of what we have as followers. Like that's an unfair and a silly way to come back at somebody. Like I'm like, you only got five followers, so like I'm sure he's got more friends than he has followers. Like that's I, I never really fell in line with that whole mentality you know what i mean yeah but it's like 
So what did I do? I just wound up liking the tweet. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like his tweets. If he's going to, anytime he insults me, I'm just going to like him. <laughs> it's very weird. I, I will just finish with this, right? Okay. Like, you, you, especially, you know, on this podcast or the Migs cast or the podcast, we can go a little deeper. But generally on the radio, right? Like, I know for me, people are in their car, right? They're getting home from work. Like, the men's room is supposed to be a funny break for you. Mm-hmm. You're like, we'll say something once in a while. But basically, like, that's what I'm trying to do. Is be funny and get you guys some relief or whatever when they're sitting in traffic or, or this or that. So you're only hearing like the kind of that version of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So whether it's, point. yeah. So it's like, right. Like I get it. Like you're going to make fun of my body. And it's, I guess my point is just like, look, trust me, we are well aware. Like I know the good things that are good about me. I know the things that are bad about me, you know? And it's like, right. You think I'm not self-conscious every time we do a Facebook live video or this and that? Like, oh yeah, I hear you. Yeah, so it's like. I don't know. I, I guess I just wanted to say that. No, and, and, and you, <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, is like, th- like, thanks, dude. Like, I get it. Like, I, you know, like, what, I don't know what you want me to say. Obviously, it's a f- struggle. And then, like, <laughs> hey, am I supposed to be happy that you love me on the radio, but you think I look a certain way that, bo- like, why does it even bother you? You're a grown-ass man, man. Like, why the hell yeah. do you even care about what I look like or what you look like or what, like, all that stuff. Just like, and uh, in the same sense, I, I want to sometimes just say this to people who get pissed off about whatever it is that we do. Why are you taking what I do so seriously? Yeah. Like there are plenty of options. Yeah. Like if you hate like if you genuinely hate our show, it's okay. Yeah. I hate a lot of TV shows. I don't watch them. I don't bother tweeting them either to tell right. them that I don't like their show. I find shows that I like and I just live my life. I don't get bogged down by it. I it just makes you wonder what's going on in their world that that is so important to them. Well, and that's what I always say. I always say for me, you know, like uh, physically, it's very easy to make fun of people, right? Mm-hmm. But then I would be way out of line if I was like, well, I can tell you're kind of depressed and probably have a crappy home life, you know, mm-hmm. or <laughs> this or that. But you can't say that to people. Plus, you don't know. No, so. you don't. You don't know where they're coming from. And, and, yeah. and I've been trying to be better about that. And like uh, we've been having this talk a couple times on BJ and Migs, and, I, and actually made me think about the time that we play. You played your mixtape. Um, on uh, your diss track yeah. on the podcast, and you preface it by saying, "Keep in mind, this is a different time, and I wasn't as mature as I am now." Yeah, and I think that that is something that I, throughout my time, I mean, I think both of us at some point we probably did find great humor in cutting down people. Sure, um, and at times, you know, I still goof on people, but I'm I'm really trying to be well, way more aware, and it's not about being PC. It's not about people being heard or the snowflake mentality or whatever. But I'd really rather just make fun of myself than yeah. anybody else. And if I make fun of somebody, I really hope that I'm making them laugh in the process. And if I'm not, I feel awful. And I, I've been trying to be better about that. It's, I don't know why I'm bringing it up. I'm just kind of rambling, but yeah. there you go. Uh, so why don't we just uh, end it with this, my man? Panda, 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 panda. It's funny how the one tweet can kind of just just kind of get you a little pissed off. As much as you don't, oh, yeah. as much as you don't think it does, and I even said at first I didn't care, but I guess I do. Yeah. It's just annoying. Yeah. It's annoying it sucks. as F. It sucks. Yeah. Like, I mean, right, there's no way around it. Like, right, it sucks. Like, part of me wants to just create, like, a, a, a Twitter page, and anyone who trolls any of us, I want to like, keep, like, keep, like, a mental track of that, and then randomly just, every so often, go on their page and just insult them. <laughs> and just see how they feel about that. <laughs> All right, let's get 10 Ted. It's been uh, fun as always. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And please follow us at the Megacast. And we forget about it last week when we were drunk, so that's why. I don't want to forget this time. Big podcast party. It's the Megacast party, the podcast, and the Migs cast. Uh, 
we're all getting together and we're going to celebrate the shows that we do and the people that listen. It seems like we all share similar listeners. Yeah. Uh, somehow they all kind of overlap. Not all, but most. And uh, we want to just hang out and play some free laser tag, free dodgeball, and virtual reality gaming for free as well, all at Virtual Sports in Tukwila, March 25th, Saturday afternoon, and we're going to start at 3 p.m. and 3 go until... Uh, I know the laser tag is only like... They only could fit so many people in the two-hour window that we have the free freedom. Okay. Uh, so we'll figure out a way to make sure it's fair for everybody. It won't be first come, first serve, because I get it. People can't get there right on time, but we'll maybe yeah. like do like a raffle... If, if there's more than 40 people, and I would hope there will be, but maybe there won't be. Maybe yeah, we're just we'll a bunch of losers and no one listens to us anymore. <laughs> you know, they're, they're sorry for what we've become. Yeah, with maybe. With our bitch <laughs> oh. oh, you have to edit that up, Steve. Son of a bitch. I know, man. You and I have been teetering on dropping a curse throughout this entire podcast. Yeah, right. c- yeah I was going to say, either way, we'll, we'll figure it out. Just come down, hang out. You can do some virtual reality. You can do dodgeball. Some people are going to play laser tag. Some people are just going to hang out and drink. Yeah, you can just hang out and drink a beer. And all of us from all of our podcasts will be there. So like, the Cobb will be there. Cobb will be there. MCTP, MCTP. Glenn Cannon, The Rev, yeah. and then us two. And then us two. That's right. <laughs> We're, we're the force that brings it all together. All right, uh, let's get 10. I'm going to throw you a little curveball. This time it's not going to be the panda song. All right. Are you ready to get 10, Ted? Oh. <laughs> That's right. To Mike Gallagher. Uh. If you want to fall for divorce, you need help. You're going to want to call Mike Gallagher. You're going to want to call Mike Gallagher. If you How do we get him to show up to the podcast party? Well, we just got to call him, dude. We need help. That's a stupid question. We just listened to a song right. telling us to call him. He says call him. He says to call him, so I guess we'll call him. All right. Call Mike Take care, everybody. You're gonna wanna call Mike